Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. Oh, so off. Okay, well, if uh, (laughs) people don't already notice, we have a special guest on today's episode, and that would be um, my boyfriend, Ethan. Hi, Ethan. Hi, I'm sorry that I'm here. (laughs) Why are you sorry? (laughs) Hi, sorry to be here. (laughs) What an introduction. That's Ethan. Kira messaged Um, me like... 10 minutes before we started rec- well it was longer than that like half an hour she's like oh no it was about Ethan it was watched- about 15 minutes there <laughs> Ethan Ethan watched this movie with me should we have him record with us I'm like yes last minute guest star well okay so what happened was Sarah's younger sister's 18th birthday weekend was this weekend 18th year yes oh my gosh <laughs> and, and so he's we- he's already making references it's great <laughs> yeah um so we didn't get a chance to watch the movie together but we did watch it you know a little over a year ago together so we decided that hey this time we'll just watch it separately but i was like oh crap we still need to have a recording of the zoom watch so i was like okay well i'll just watch it with ethan because if i'm just watching it by myself i'm gonna feel like an insane person and i think it was I pretty f- fun i had a fun time <laughs> I was wondering what we were going to do with that. I'm like, maybe we'll just have one without the Zoom watch along. But I'm I'm glad you guys made it work. We have a couple that are just kind of unusable. For example, like you the, can hear the sound. Now the, you, you can it. hear the movie through it. Yeah. Now you see it was our first t- try with Twitch, which which ended up being kind of too much hassle and not really worth it for the time being, at least. So we stopped using it. But unfortunately, I didn't really understand some of the OBS software enough. And I forgot to turn off my computer's audio. So that one's kind of like a it's a total if situation. It's very conditional. We were also very confused about how we saw this movie the last time because apparently Ethan. Everyone has a different memory. (laughs) So wait, Ethan, did you think that you watched this movie? No, I knew I didn't watch this movie, but I remember we were at Kira's parents' house and we were watching the thirteenth year. I started to fall asleep towards the end of that movie because the beginning and middle of it drag really hard yeah um and so i fell asleep and then you guys said you wanted to watch something else and i just went to bed and i have so this you, vi- you thought you slept through the whole movie i yeah i did because That's i have funny. this very vivid recollection of kira coming into her room and wanting to tell me all about pixel perfect <laughs> i might have not stayed at sarah's house after that i might have come back to my house and you were staying there for some reason but I, I I thought it maybe this is the time that you guys both came to Madison, but Ethan went to stay or to hang out with his friends and then came back and then you guys talked about it. Mm. Ooh, that might no. have been it. I only I, vaguely remember when that happened. That was in like January of last year, I believe. Uh, who did I hang out with? Was that when I hung out? Wes. I hung out with Wes? But it's not the time that we were recording Planet of the Apes. No, because I had to go going to, to class. An, yes, I had to go to class. Because I was taking a Japanese class at Madison College at that point. Man, the audio for that episode of my show turned out so bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was also an earlier episode. It's like like your third episode. Uh, the fourth episode. Yeah, so I mean, that wasn't that wasn't January. Also, that was that was later. Our audio has been perfect from the start. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking Just of kidding. audio, if 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 anyone gets kind of grouchy about the audio for this episode, and by anyone, I I mostly mean me. 
Um, we are recording in the living room because normally I record in our closet. There's not enough room for two people to record in the closet. We're both using one microphone. And um, if it sounds bad, uh, blame me and um, write me an angry email to decommissionpodcast at gmail.com. And I will rep- reply with many tearful gifs. And yes, I say it with or the soft Or just blame G. me. Even though I'm not in your living room and I also do none of the work with editing, but blame me. <laughs> uh, it's so much easier to blame Sarah because then she'll just go, okay. Yes. If you want. Sure. What, are you, what am I going to do? I take the criticism. Yeah. Sarah's, it's like an oil and water situation. Um, anyway. But when you told me that he was going to join us and that he hadn't seen the movie, I thought it would be a really nice plug for his podcast if we would have asked him questions first, because yeah. that's how his podcast worked. Plug for Ethan and his friend Wes's podcast, Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, yeah. <laughs> they quiz each other on movies that one or the other hasn't seen. So I'm like, oh, it would have been perfect if we asked him questions beforehand yeah. and then seen how many he could have gotten right. To be fair, he probably would have gotten a lot of them right, because he got a lot of things about this movie right from guessing before uh spoiler (laughs) spoiler for people who have spoiler for people who have not seen this movie the end involves loretta the hologram going into the ekg machine for sam and basically taking over her body like a ghost um and ethan guessed it about five minutes before it happened. Not totally correct. He thought that she was going to go straight from the web into the EKG machine, but he was so close and I was dying laughing. All I saw, the, <laughs> all I saw was the machine. That's all I need to see. Nice job. Uh, I feel like decoms aren't too hard to predict, but no. even that, that's a good guess. Uh, but did you guess that you would see her Mufasa style at the no. actual end of the movie? I also didn't think I would see her as a force ghost at the very end end of the movie. We didn't see her as Mufasa <laughs> in the in the rain scene. We only saw her as Mufasa in the in the the force ghost part. Oh yeah, we just saw the clouds part. Um yeah. So anyway, this is this is the episode for Pixel Perfect. <laughs> I don't think I've said that yet. Uh, no, six minutes in, but I, I'm sure people would have guessed by now. Better yeah. than my show. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Take 10 minutes for us to talk, to even say that we're doing a show. I think when I was on your show, because I did, I was on your show and I did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with you two, mm-hmm. and I don't even think we got to the movie until at least 20 minutes in. No, that's that's why it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys do your, your um, rambling at the beginning of your episode, whereas we do ours we like We mix mid. it in. We spice it up. Um, okay, so this movie, Pixel Perfect. Is from 2004. It's rated TBG. It's an hour 29. We have had like hour 29, hour 28, hour 27, 30, 31s. Like it's been like right tight at the yeah. almost exactly 90 minutes for the, I think this entire season, except for Color Cadet Kelly. Mm, Wasn't maybe. Color Friendship like an hour and 45 minutes or something? I think maybe. And then I think Cadet Kelly was like an hour 42. But I could be wrong about Cadet Kelly. Let I know one of them. Up. I'm on Disney Plus. I am too, but we're on our, his oh. PlayStation, so. I was wrong. Color of Friendship is an hour and 22 minutes. Okay. Is it Cadet Kelly? One of them is. I know that Teen Beach or Teen Beach 2 is like an hour something. Cadet hour Kelly 40. is an hour 40. Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm good. You were right. The best. I'm the best in the world. Yeah. You're right. I couldn't do it. I really like you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Name that game. Oh, Dream Phone. I will never Oh, Dream it. Phone. I know who it is, but I'm not I'm telling. Not telling. Ha, ha ha. Ethan, have you even played e- that game? No, you just but hear I me hear say- you and Sarah say that all the time. 
<laughs> okay, so next time you guys are here, someday, we'll all have to play Dream Phone together. I've, ne- I've never been invited to play Dream you Phone. You have! I invited you to play Dream Phone, and you were like, no, I don't want to. Well, don't ask me at four o'clock in the morning to play Dream Why Phone. do you think that I talk to you at four? Why do you think that I'm uh, awake, awake at four o'clock, o'clock in the morning? If anyone's going to be up at the four at four in the morning, it's going to be me. It's Sarah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, do you I... want to play Dream Phone <laughs> with me? I would, though. I can't sleep. <laughs> I completely forgot that last night was daylight savings, and I was playing a, a I was playing video games, and I was like, okay, it's midnight, I'll go to sleep. And our cats are still adjusting to each other, so I was like helping them with that. And then I was like, oh no, I'm only gonna get like five hours mm. of sleep tonight. Oh no! Oh. It was like this slow motion. Speaking of slow motion, of how much is in this movie. My life is slow motion, everyone. <laughs> I... Anyway, surprise, surprise, was up very late because I got back from my sister's. It wasn't yeah. even a birthday party. She, it was just she her told, birthday. She and I was texted there really me late. back at like two in the morning her time. So it was like, <laughs> yeah. Gina. <laughs> yeah, I got home. It was like midnight, one in the morning, maybe. But then I got back and I like had this urge that I needed to like vacuum and Treble's litter box was a mess. So like, I have to clean. So I was cleaning, and then I took a shower, and then I got out of the shower. It was 3 a.m. because I forgot about daylight savings time. So, Do you have anyone living below you, Sarah? I do. They're going to kill you. (laughs) It's not like I was vacuuming for 50 minutes. It's not like I was vacuuming loudly. I have a quiet (laughs) vacuum. Anyway. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway, so Pixel Perfect. It's TVG from 2004, hour 29. So it's coming of age, science fiction, comedy, and music. Why is this listed as a comedy? I was saying this to Ethan. It's like I can. I think that there needs to be a tag for lighthearted, and they need to just really savor the comedies because this yeah. is not a comedy. No, it's not funny. <laughs> nope. It's funny how bad some of the like the gymnastics dance scenes they're quite entertaining and i got a good laugh but but they're not supposed to be there's that scene at the beginning that's probably supposed to be funny where they're auditioning new front people yeah well i was telling ethan i was grouchy because the the subtitle said celtic music playing and it's like yeah probably was celtic music but the woman who was dancing was scottish dancing Uh uh-huh i was wondering if you were gonna bring up that dancer she's wearing tap shoes Okay, sidebar. I know I talked about this in the last episode, but Irish dancers do something called hard shoe, which is, for lack of a better description, Irish tap dancing. However, we do not use metal taps. We use wood or Mm -hmm. fiberglass, depending on what you have. But we don't use metal taps. So it was just one of those things where I'm like, none of this. None of this. None of it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I just wish that there, I wish there was a lighthearted tag. I also wish that you could click on the tags and find other movies. I was just going to say, we can't even click on the tag. So what's the point? Drives me crazy. Also, I typed in PI to try and get this in the search bar. And one of the things that came up were a bunch of Muppet movies because I thought I was searching for Miss Piggy. Really? Yes. I want to know the person who's going through Disney Plus going, I gotta watch everything with Miss Piggy. I'm like that. I like the Muppets a only lot. Only the Miss, but only Miss Piggy. Yeah, okay. Does the Muppets? No, Miss Piggy. Yes. I would do that with Rolf. I love Rolf. I really like the Muppets, or the Swedish Chef, or Sweetums, or like any Muppet. I really like. I really like the Muppets. Stop playing with things. You're gonna make sounds that I'm gonna have to edit out. 
You're not going to have to edit this episode. <laughs> I don't. It's the first thing I've been on that I don't have to edit. <laughs> The guest guest star edits the podcast. <laughs> no. no. Oh, I would love to institute that rule. No. No, none of that. So, okay. So the blurb for this movie is, Techno Wiz Roscoe creates a hologram to help his friend's band, the Zetabytes, make a name for themselves. But when the band becomes an overnight sensation, can Roscoe protect his hologram from falling into the wrong hands? This is not the best description for what this movie is. No, that's a really long description for not being a great description. <laughs> Let me see if I can if I can make a, a, a two sentence blurb. I think that I think that Techno Miss Roscoe creates a hologram to help his friends band the Zeta Bites make a name for himself themselves is right. And then I would go, but as Loretta, the hologram, becomes becomes conscious of her own existence and creation. How does that fare with real human Sam and the prospect of holograms taking over the music industry? Not really. What a blurb. (laughs) I want this to be a horror blurb. Like holograms are going to take over. Yeah. The the short blurb on the mobile app is a techno whiz must protect his hologram from falling into the wrong hands. That's even worse. It doesn't even say anything about the band (laughs) or music. Who needs them? They're not. Nobody likes them what until is, the, nobody. Oh, li- I'm dehydrated. Drink no one likes some the, water. No, I had to refill the thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Should have done it closer to the mic. <laughs> Everyone needs to hear. They can. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me water and I forgot. Ethan's favorite drink is water. So if I ever need him to just be a little quiet, <laughs> I just give him a straw. I was in Nirvana <laughs> for a moment. <laughs> it was like you could hear uh, the three vocal singers. There was a mm-hmm. caption in this where it was like that part where it was like weird choral singers over techno music where it was like the caption just said in parentheses, three singers singing or something. Oh my God. Three voices three singing. singers singing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys said the same the same thing there. Uh yeah. So long version of this movie is uh Roscoe is friends with Sam, who has a band called the Zeta Bites, and the Zeta Bites audition for this amateur night, but they don't get in and they need a new singer because apparently Sam isn't good and good enough, despite the fact that when Loretta, the hologram, joins the band, they use the same 45-year-old woman's voice as yes. that for Sam and Loretta, so it doesn't make any sense. And Loretta just, you know, gyrates across the stage doing all this weird contortionist kicks and flails, and it's the weirdest, weirdest thing. And it's the only thing I really remembered from this movie was all of her dancing. Well, the British guy yeah. loved it. He needed a combination of Britney and Jagger, and he got it with Loretta. <laughs> Jagger. I forgot about the voice thing until... That's actually the first thing I have written down is singing voice. Like, it does not match her at all. What is this? It's so bad. And she sounds so old. It's such a mess. Um, So then Loretta joins the band. And that's kind of the plot for about an hour and nothing really happens. They go on a date. She kind of malfunctions. Oh, well. Uh, and then Loretta starts having existential an existential crisis where she's like, I'm a hologram, but I'm not real. And then she goes into the internet. 
and she finds a guy driving a search engine and then she attaches herself to an email and <laughs> Sam opens the email and then and then they are at the record label and then the, it turns out that the record label has bought uh, Loretta and then they steal Loretta back and then Sam has to pretend to be Loretta and then she gets into a coma and then Loretta has to go into the EKG machine <laughs> and save Sam's brain and then... <laughs> Loretta takes over Sam and goes out into the rain, which is all she wanted to do. And then, then she disappears forever. And then uh, Sam is able to lead her band and write her music and be the the the, the singer musician that she wanted to be. And yay! Anything to add, Ethan? You forgot the B plot of this movie, which is all about Roscoe's dad maybe losing his job. Yeah, that never Sky happens. Tech. But Roscoe, Sky Graph. <laughs> Apparently, uh. Roscoe saves his dad's job by making Loretta because he apparently made a better holograph than his dad was ever able to do. And it's like, how does his dad have his job? And why don't they just hire Roscoe? Like, (laughs) fire the dad. (laughs) Not really. Don't fire the dad. Like, you know, put him him in in like a a managerial or like consultor position and then have Roscoe be like the actual person. Right. A whole family business. I feel like this movie was the inspiration for Ralph Breaks the Internet, like going into the internet. Actually, <laughs> what? Isn't that I'm not going to talk at... about. It. I'm not going to talk about it. I said I wouldn't. Wouldn't talk about what? <sighs> that this movie is just the Digimon movie. <laughs> that one I haven't seen, so I can't compare those. They replaced the Japanese soundtrack with a bunch of songs by the Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, I forgot oh. about that. Oh, no. It's how most people from my generation were introduced to the phrase, Your my generation. generation. I'm so much older than you both. You're two oh. years younger okay. than me. No one needs to know that. <laughs> and I'm no, so old. <laughs> um, anyway, it's how people of our age were introduced to the song, Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. Why is that in Digimon? Oh, no I idea. forgot about that song. <laughs> Oh, uh, how do you feel about that song, Ethan? I love it. <laughs> and why am I asking you directly? Um, because I'm Chinese half. I'm, I'm Chinese. Chi- half. I'm Chinese half. <laughs> I'm the Chinese half of this podcast. And half. What's of the, the other reason that I asked you? Because I'm racist. I? No, because you really like chicken. No, I do like chicken. I do like chicken. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, so anyway, back to Pixel Perfect. I'll be honest, I didn't write much down for this movie, but that's because we watched it about an hour ago. So I wrote down a couple morals. Uh, I wrote down a, a line or two that I thought were really important and a couple things I didn't want to forget. But um, this movie, it's been, it was very interesting. We watched it. We watched it a year ago, but we watched it as just a movie without any sort of analytical lens to it. And mm-hmm. we were comparing and before we'd it to watched anything. so many other DCOMs. Yes. Which even I mean, we'd, something... we've obviously seen DCOMs, but yeah. not as many as we have now. I didn't realize I was going to get blown up for this. <laughs> Ethan said something really interesting. No, it's, it's not bad. It's interesting. You said that this didn't feel much like a DCOM. And I was like, oh my God, this feels so much like a DCOM because I've been watching them, you know, weekly for almost a year but you haven't seen that many, so it was just a really interesting juxtaposition. I mean, the, the reason why I, I, I was thinking this didn't feel like a decom compared to what I think decoms are like 
the acting in this movie felt a lot more grounded than I was expecting. Well, that's because Ricky slash Raviv Ullman is very good. And there was a reason that he was so popular and Phil the Future did well for the only two seasons that it was on, which is baffling to me. Wait, it was only on for two seasons? Two, maybe three. Yeah. Why do I feel like it was on for like six seasons? Yep, feels like it was on forever. It was like in syndication forever. Which is weird because it shouldn't have been in syndication just based on the practices of syndication because you're not supposed to most. Well, it depends, but like a lot of shows aren't allowed to do syndication until they reach 100 episodes. Hmm. But that might it might be because it was a a Disney show. But when Disney decides to break all broadcast laws. Yeah. What is uh, the public domain? Yeah, really? So the acting in this movie. uh, I think that. Roscoe was was good, obviously. I think Sam, she was fine, but her character sucks. She was just yeah. written to be yeah. in, like this. I'm gonna guess this movie was written by a man. It was. <laughs> um, surprise! <laughs> I was gonna say I'd be surprised if it wasn't. No, it's was written by a man. I really didn't like Spencer Redford as Loretta, but I don't necessarily think it's all her fault. I get that she was trying to play a holograph, but. She ended up playing it like a robot. And I mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit when we were watching it. But I was like, I I don't like her posture in this movie. It just feels, it doesn't, it doesn't, it wasn't even that it feels like a robot. It feels like a girl who doesn't know how to hold herself and has no confidence. Like, the way that Loretta should have been holding herself, and this is something that the director should have worked with her on, is like, she should have been holding herself super confident, super grounded, super with it and this girl just stood like a random like a like you know a random teenage girl that they picked off the screen put in some clunky shoes and stuck on this platform high school theater extra no she was better than a high school theater extra but she she just it was just clunky and again it's not really her fault but also was her dancing supposed to be so awkward i don't know i don't know if it was was it supposed to be like really good and entertaining as a dancer or was it supposed to be this awkward well i don't think it was choreographed i think that's the thing i just bumped the mic alone i don't think it was choreographed i think that they just told her to go on stage and then at one point she had to go on the stools and and pretend to do all these backflips i think that was all they gave her because there's no way that the, the way that she moved was choreographed because it didn't fit to any beats. I think yeah. I think maybe it needed to foreshadow how dangerous her dancing was to be attempted by any human being yeah. would be impossible. <laughs> I think so, actually. <laughs> so this wasn't the best acted decom, also not the worst acted decom. I kind of feel this movie, in regards to its acting level, was very similar to Now You See It, where it's like there's one person who's very, very good Another person who's pretty good, and then someone who's just kind of like, no, you're awful. Because, like, in that one, um, what's her name? The one of the, I think I want to call her Mia. The girl who's in Phil the Future, who is also in Cowbells. What is her name? Oh. Allie. Allie. And AJ. Yeah, the Allie of that. Um, Michaela. Allie and AJ Michaela? Yeah. Um, Maybe. She was good. Make sure I, I always thought her name was Allie and AJ. Macha- I was going to call him like Machalik. I know that Agent? <laughs> her last name is and AJ. <laughs> Machalka, yeah. Her first credit is Easy A. What? I didn't even know she was in Easy A. Didn't that, that was... come out after Cowbells? I mean, yeah. It came out in 2010. But Def- it's her. Def- it's- 
Her her top three credits on IMDb are Easy A, The Roommate, and Phil of the Future. And then something called Band Slam, which is her and Vanessa Hudgens and Lisa Kudrow and someone I don't know. Because, like, she was really good in Phil of the Future. And then uh, Frank Langella was fine. He was kind of phoning it in. And then the guy who played the, like, main magician kid was so bad. I'm yeah. just super moody and I'm I'm trying really hard to be like interesting and cool. Sucked. So like I feel kind of similarly here. I think it's a it's less of a jump. Anyway, let's now that it's been a half an hour, let's jump in to I feel very strongly about the test of time with this movie. Okay. Because this movie Feels like it's from the mid to late 90s. Yes. This is yeah. not a movie from 2004. The transition scenes whenever it would... What was it? Was it a cat or an, some sort of animal that would transition from hologram to real life? Or I don't know. Anything that transitioned seemed very 90s. Yeah. And the clothing and the the set pieces and the music, well, the music less so, but like their clothes and their hair and makeup seemed so like 1998. It did. Balloon yeah. chair. Yeah. The balloon chair. The, like, yeah, the beads chair. on the door. Even so I weird. Mean, the movies that came out, the last two that we watched from the two years before, right on track and Cadet Kelly were not like like the style wasn't this bad. No, Cadet Kelly very much felt like a 2002 style and that's only 4 years after 1998 and only 2 years before this. Right. So it's like And Right on Track was the same way. So Yeah, it 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 was very very strange to me. Maybe they filmed this one in the 90s and didn't release <laughs> it until 2004. <laughs> they took so much time editing this movie. I mean, it's perfect because Ricky Ullman doesn't age. I mean, yeah, he yes. really So doesn't. he could still be in Phil of the Future. And, you know, he is from the future. So they have that technology. It's, it's true. Yes. Yeah, it was also weird because it's like, when is this supposed to take place? Y'all remember how in Phil of the Future they say that they evolved away from the need for pinky toes? No. What? I. Oh, my God. Yeah, that just came rushing back <laughs> to me. I was like, no. Because they were like, oh, they're vestigial structures that only exist to be stubbed on the ends of tables. Yeah. Huh. Um, something that I just remembered is that the director for this movie, who I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this right now because I firmly believe in it. I'm sorry if you can hear the dog barking, but this movie was one of the worst directed movies we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. With all the cuts and the zooms and the 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 only effects that were really fun and cool were when she was in the net. Yeah. So I just, oh, it was such a mess. And it felt like a reality show at a couple points. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because this director also directed Halloween Town High. Oh, boy. Not surprising. No. Really Already in my not. head, Kira, I'm like, oh, Halloween Town High. Is that the third or the fourth one? It's the <laughs> Why third do I one. Do this? It's the bad one, Sarah. Don't get me wrong. Return to Halloween Town, the fourth one, also garbage. Really bad. This is the, but not racist. The racist one. Yes. Oh god, it's so racist. It's so racist. We oh. can make Loretta's of every demographic. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> 
So I'm thinking just based on, because I was looking at cowbells because the cowbell style is so just like, oh my God, this is hard to look at. It's so of the era. And I was like, okay, that one I gave like a six-ish. But I was like, this is worse than that because this isn't of the era. It's like four years older. It's like nobody knew what how girls were dressing in 2004 and they just decided to rip things from when they were like younger. Yeah. The Saved by the Bell school of thought. I mean, I was thinking like a four. I was thinking like a five because I was looking at everything else I have and I was like, I don't have any fives. And I, and I have Xenon the Zequel at a 525, and I think this is worse than that. Mm-hmm. I have now you see it as a, as a 475. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's I would say it's... Mm, I, w- I was Dad looking at Minutemen, because I was trying to remember the effects of that movie, and obviously the style wasn't as yeah. bad in Minutemen, but it's a lot of the graphics and effects. And I just remembered, you remember the lip scene from this movie? Obviously, oh, we just watched it. That's <laughs> it what so really bad. did it for me. I'm like, that. those lips are so obnoxious. Yeah. I'm going to do a 425. Now that I've looked, I've looked a little bit. I don't like the Kim Possible as a four, as a little bit better, but it gets it gets that little 0.25 bonus because it's it's newer. So I'll give it, I'll give it that. So yeah, I'm going to do a 425. What are you I actually looked it? at the you right think... column this time. Yeah, um, yeah. I I think I would just say a flat four. Yeah. The internet scene uh, is the only thing that saves it. And in it's my cool because it's good. It's cool. It's well thought out. It's mm-hmm. well. I, would, I, would, I guess storyboarded is the thing I would say. Yeah. Um, and it all makes sense. Yeah, and the way that they did that kind of like glitching effect every oh, so often. Oh god, it that was the only part of the movie I think that was directed yeah. well cuz it it felt like being in the 2000s internet. Yeah, it really did. Cuz it didn't it didn't work perfectly. No. They just needed the dial-up tone. Oh, I wish. I wish they'd added that. It would have it would have it would have been really funny. It should have taken mm-hmm. Loretta at least 5 minutes to log into any device because she has to dial up. Yeah. Just, you know, stretch the movie a little longer. Sam dies on the machine because it takes her too long to get into the EKG. (laughs) Alternate ending. Yeah. So moving on to the moral, I had three. One I didn't write down, but but it's just it's just one that I thought was it's it's more common. So it wasn't something I had to remember. I have a couple of themes, like two of them tie into each other. And then Mm -hmm. I have one and then a couple joke ones that obviously are not right but i thought yeah. they were fun i don't think i don't think any of mine are the real one though i so. just have one what's yours mine uh was kind of based on the scene where roscoe is talking to his dad mm-hmm. uh, about how you know we need to improve loretta and make everything better and he says something like why can't you respect people for who they are right now mm. that's like an interesting that one, one. Because yeah. I feel like that does work for everyone in the movie, uh, except for Sam, because she shouldn't respect Roscoe for who he is right now, because he's, he's garbage. a dirtbag. Oh, he's such a dirtbag. God, he sucks. Do you want to go, Sarah, or do you want me to go? Sure. Um, my main ones are mostly about not having to be perfect. Like You don't have to be perfect, and even perfectionism has its limits. Hmm. So that's the main one. I also had... Sam said a line that was, you get it wrong until you get it right. Mm, I was thinking that one too. And Mm -hmm. then my other ones were, 
Someone said it's not about sound, it's about image. <laughs> yes, oh, that's always my true. God. <laughs> and then there was a song that had the line, touching's not the only way to I feel. I wrote that down. I think I think that is so funny. Right? Uh, that's the whole moral of the whole that's the moral of the movie. I would argue that's probably what they wanted it to be. Uh I think that is the accidental true. accidental true moral. Yeah. yeah, I I have you can't bottle perfection, and even per- perfection has its limits. Yeah, I think it is something with perfectionism. They yeah. hinted at that a lot in this movie. I think I think it's, I think yeah I think it's something about perfection, and I think that's what they were going for. But it's one of those times where I'm like, mm, I don't think they did it terribly well. Yeah. This is the one where I'm like, oh, they did it super badly, but it's like, mm, it wasn't great. Right. And especially for how often they brought up the whole perfect perfectionism thing, it's really sad that they couldn't get it right. Yeah. it's some, I feel like it's something like where it's like, don't have perfection be your goal because perfection isn't real or something. Yeah. Perfectionism isn't realistic. Yeah. But I think like... And I don't think it's just nobody's perfect because that's not true because this whole thing was like, hey, somebody's perfect. But it's like, per- it's almost like perfectionism is a trap. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. What do I want to rank it against? Uh, it's a weird moral because I don't know. I don't know that anyone learns it, especially not mm, Roscoe. No. Roscoe doesn't learn it. Exactly. His dad learns it. Mm-hmm. Sam shouldn't have to learn it, but I suppose she does. That's what we're saying. It's not well executed. Yeah. It feels a lot like the brink moral of it's not what you do, it's who you are, where they were like, it's there. They say it, they talk about it, but they don't do it well. I don't I think, think that's they do what it. I was trying. I was thinking there's a movie that we talked about how they hit on a specific moral the whole time, but then didn't actually execute it. And maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad as Brink, though. Hold on, I have to record. I don't think it's bad as Brink, though, because, I mean, that one is just... uh, Motocross is also not great. In regards to, like, numbers, it's a 375. Don't give up on your dreams no matter what anyone thinks. But I don't think... I think that that one did it better. Yeah. I was looking at Kim Possible. I have it a That's what I was thinking, too. I have a That moral is just because I'm not the best doesn't mean I'm not me. But that one is it's kind of similar to the perfectionism. Yeah, it's very similar. But like, I feel like this one does it just a touch better because I feel like in Kim Possible they just reneg it. They're just like, mm, no, that's actually not what we're trying to say. Yeah. So I might do a three, three, two, five. I'm gonna do it. I'm trying to three, see if I have any five. I think. I don't have any three fives, which not that I need to, but I think it's a little bit worse than motocrossed. Which is at a three seven five, but it's better than Kim Possible, so I think it's, I think I'm going with three five. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with a three two five. Sounds good. What about you, Ethan? Um, yeah, I think I would have to say a a, a three point five because if everyone learns the moral except for the main character yeah. who needs to learn it the most, then it's failed. <laughs> Which yeah. stinks because I, I do think that this movie has a good moral. It just doesn't do it well because a lot of other decoms that you guys have done don't have good morals or have no. really vague morals that don't except scream team except yeah. scream team 
And there's a couple other good ones, but that one is just untouchable. Well, and Color of Friendship's very good, too. Oh, yeah. That so one, too. What, why would Color of Friendship have any lasting impact and moral structure that people need <laughs> to learn? That, in fact, people have not yet learned. <laughs> I was I was actually really worried going into that movie that that was going to be the case. So I'm happy that that's not what that movie was. Uh, I ha- We had, like, a virtual happy hour at work, and one of, the, one of my coworkers, I, I, I mentioned that we... We have this podcast, and she and I said the, something about the color of friendship, or she said something about the color of friendship. She goes, "Oh, it's so good." I was like, "I know, it's so good. It holds up so well." Kind of unfortunately, yeah. But it's just a. I get really bummed out by these morals where they have one, they're definitely pushing for it, and then they just veer off right at the end, where they're going, they're going, "Oh yeah, we're we're this is what we're pushing, this is what we're pushing," and none of that, yeah. Because he even says something to Sam at the end that was like something about perfection to her face. And it was very much like, okay. I think he says the phrase, you don't need to be perfect. Yeah, which it, 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 I get I get that. Like everyone has flaws and that's great. But like he should, she should be perfect to him. Exactly. And you know what? He doesn't need to change because a man is perfect no matter what they do. You're right, baby. <laughs> You've won the game of life. The true moral. Ethan that's, wins. That's what they really teach the young men who are watching this movie. Expect women to change for you and yes. don't do anything yourself. I feel like they were also trying Pick to your do favorite she, traits. <laughs> she literally died for him. Yeah. She literally died. He literally picked traits from all the women that he liked and added it to be his perfect person and he didn't want to change at all. And she wasn't even good enough for him. No. And I feel like there's also this this accidental true moral in a lot of ways of like you what you really need is right in front of your eyes or the person for you mm-hmm. is right there all the time. Uh, is it cool if i talk about weird science yes talk about weird science this movie almost does its moral worse than weird science because the woman that they create in weird science develops her own autonomy and near the end of the movie tells the boys who made her you know you can't act like this yeah Hmm. if if i'm remembering weird science correctly i've never seen weird science it doesn't hold up so I'm not like fully condoning it. I still yeah. think it, it's fun conceptually. It's a weird movie for Robert Downey Jr. Uh, the only thing I know about it is they create a girlfriend and it has um, Anthony Michael Hall. She's not even a girlfriend. She's just a sex object. Well, yeah. It's the 80s. Any girlfriend is a sex object. <laughs> it's true. I haven't seen it either. But it reminds me of life size or a mom for christmas where also said these life size, yeah. mannequins or dolls turn into real people and then then they become their own person with personality and i smart think house. i think what makes this yeah. movie oh, yeah. weird weird compared to those is because in like life size and smart house they're creating a mom and it's like someone else who made them so it's a maternal figure but in this one roscoe's relationship with loretta is both parental and yeah. romantic. Yeah, it's weird. Um. Okay, so overall ranking, Sarah. Do you have any idea? Because I... I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Part of me wasn't sure if I wanted to make this one like... Um... Oh my gosh, I was just talking about this movie. Why can't I remember what it was? 
uh, the one that we gave a D minus minus. Oh, I don't think this is a D minus minus. Men. Oh no, that was I mean, an, that was an, an F. F. Movie. Sorry, an this F. isn't fun Minute enough men. for me to. Make I'm like, it is an it F. so bad that it's funny? But I don't, I think, don't think it is. I don't even think it's a D minus minus bad though. I think because I kept getting like the now you see it feels of yeah. like, oh, this has potential. This could be good, but it's yeah. just kind of blah and it missteps in a lot of ways. Right. I didn't mean D minus minus. I meant F. Like I couldn't yeah. tell if it was yeah. so funny, like the dance and gymnastic scenes, if that would make up for the bad parts, but. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I mean, Minutemen, we were laughing like the whole movie. And this one, it was only really funny when she was dancing and when, at least with us, when Ethan guessed that she was going to go into the EKG, which isn't yeah. really a part. It's it's definitely a funny part of the movie, but it's not supposed to be. So it's like, yeah, that kind of feels like an F part. But as a full movie, I don't think it's an F, unfortunately. I would love for it I, to be. Yeah, we would love it. Oh, I I I want another F movie. I'm I'm desperate. We've had we've had what's it? Three really good movies in a row, basically. Four, three really good movies out of the last four, plus the thirteenth year. So it's like that's pretty. That was pretty good. But like this one is definitely a a, a jump down. I'm. Yeah. I'll go first since I'm the guest, and yeah. I think my opinion doesn't really matter that much. But it, it, it's it's yeah, helpful. You're... Yeah, and you're not. Yeah, you don't have to compare it to other movies. So yeah, no. what's what's I mean, your opinion? This movie I think is entertaining, but because it decides, because of the choice to make it a science fiction movie, you have to compare it to other movies and the world building that those do with the science fiction. Mm-hmm. And because I think it fails on that account, which the movie needs to hinge on, I would just give it like a C. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. But I'm looking at the fact that I have Brink at a C, and I'm like, Brink needs to go to a C minus. I think is the other thing. I was thinking a C plus, but I don't. I don't think. I think I would watch Invisible Sister before I watched this again. Which I think that's my only C plus right now. Yeah, Invisible I have Motocross at a C plus, and I would much rather watch that before this one. Which one? Motocross. I have Motocross at a B minus. So I have one across a little bit higher. Uh, I'm. I have Brink, Upside Down Magic, and the Sweet Life movie at a C. And my thing is, I think this is. I think this is better than those three because I was like, man, Upside Down Magic's not that bad, and I have to think about it and go, no, Upside Down Magic is bad. I did it not like bad. it. I think I'm gonna have to give this a C plus just based on my my own my own rankings just because it's there's there's more heart to it than Upside Down Magic in the Sweet Life movie. Not a lot, but yeah, I think I'm gonna have to I give just, it a C plus. I'm debating between a C or even a C minus, but I feel like yeah. my numbers line up better for a C minus. But maybe I'll do a high C minus. Yeah, that's also fine. I think I also have just that little bit of nostalgia with this where I feel I feel a little bit but also I don't I I don't think that's super true because I think I've also I was also just really nice to Brink. Yeah. By giving and, and upside down magic and by I have upside down magic at like a high Yeah, C I have too. both upside down magic and Brink at 47s. 
so high seas. So those might have to go down eventually. Yeah, too. I think dur- during the the season wrap up, those the, my C's are going to be readjusted. But for now, I'm just going to give it a low a low C plus. Because yeah. the thing about Invisible Sister, to bring it up, the acting in Invisible Sister is so good. Oh, okay. It's it's all of them are really good. The story's dumb. The production quality is better. It's better directed. But the performances are fantastic. Mm. This, it's not quite so much. And the effects yeah. are a little bit better in Invisible Sister. But that just that just comes from time in a lot mm. of ways. So I think I'm going to do a high C plus at a 45. Unless a 45 would be considered a low C. Because guess who didn't go back and listen? Me. Me. <laughs> I have not had time. This new cat is taking up... A lot of a lot of mental energy, but he's better now. So now it's just taking up a lot of positive mental energy. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to do that, but I work has also been a bit crazy lately. Which sucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. have you have now. You see it as a forty five and a C minus. So yeah, we're good. You should be fine. I'm gonna give. Oh, I didn't give it a number. I'm gonna give it a C plus at a. Let's just do a fifty for now. Because I don't, I don't know yet, but I, I feel like that should be safe. Because uh, my C plus that I have right now is, is Invisible Sister at a fifty five. So I'm just gonna give it a fifty, and uh, I don't think I have we'll anything. Change else. it down the line if we have to. Yeah. Anyway, I only have, I only have one thing because we already the only other thing I mentioned was touching. Touching's not the only way to feel. Touching. Uh-huh. Touching. Uh, the fact that the hospital that Sam goes to is just called Memorial Hospital, no name before Memorial, it's just Memorial Hospital. It's like, yes, this is where everyone goes to die. Yeah. <laughs> it was so was funny. I was, I saw that and I could not get over it. <laughs> the part I forgot about that was actually pretty funny was moist toilet and towelette. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but the I'm like, band moist names toilet. of this movie are ridiculous. The fact that a girl band, a girl group yeah. that doesn't it, that doesn't have any instruments and they just use backing tracks would call themselves Moist Towelette is insane. That's an improv yeah. team name. It really what is. What kind of name is that? <laughs> no. It's what was the terrible. the bigger band that they were opening for? Uh, Smallpox. No, something measles, contagious measles, or something. Yeah, it was something like infectious that. Infectious measles. Infectious measles. Yeah, and then they, haha, they got the chicken pox. Also, th- something that we haven't talked about. We heard that song that they sang for their first audition four times, nearly in full. We sang it. They sang it when Sam was still the lead for their first audition. Then when Loretta auditioned for them. Then when they did the amateur audition again, and then it was the end credits song. Yeah. So many a little, times. A little overkill with that one. Oh. Who would you rather hang out with? Roscoe or Max? Max. Max seems like he's kind of dumb fun. And he seems yeah. like he, he doesn't have a lot, like, you know, weighing him down. Roscoe seems like he would try to one-up you in literally everything you yeah. say. I would if, not want to hang out with Roscoe. No. Definitely not. I would not be his friend. I would, I would not like him. I would hang out with the... The Zetabytes. I think they would yeah, be a fun cool. group to hang out with. But whenever Roscoe would come over, I'd be like, guys, I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you catch, kind of like in Cowbells, how Loretta decided to wear a Chinese shirt? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, they're bringing, they're bringing it back. She did it twice. There was one scene later on where I thought it was a dress. I'm like, did she get the same shirt, but in a longer length, like in a dress? But it was a shirt with black pants, I think. In the mid-2000s, it just 
for some reason that was it was the, the style fashion. I guess. Gone away. Amy Poehler wore one at the Golden Globes she this did. year. She did. It didn't no way, have like, really? Yeah. If you, okay, so we live we live in the West Hollywood area, and, and driving through Beverly Hills, you would see um, on those like lamppost posters, you would see like, okay, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are hosting the Golden Globes, and Amy Poehler was wearing this like black fancy dress that had that collar with the like side seaming that was very much with like almost those like the the buttonholes that have those very fancy you know floral pattern floral patterns that you see in a lot of Chinese clothing. And it was like, really? Like, there's like, there's. You two have been in the hot seat for this for the past like three years, and you're gonna do this now? No, yeah. and I'm sure that there are people who are like, well, it's not, you know, it doesn't have any letters or like blah blah blah. It's like it's still too much. There's taking inspiration, and then there's literally just appropriation with this dress. Right. I think someone else might have been able to wear it, but. Amy Poehler at this point in time should probably not have continued to do that. Yeah. yeah. I can see like appreciating the culture. If you're going to go to an event that, or if you're in China and you want to go to a temple and, you know, wear the attire appropriately, that's fine. But wearing it just to an award show and I don't know. Where just, you're hosting. Yeah. You're hosting. No, the Golden Globes were flawed. This is not the only instance that was a problem. But like, it was just one of those things that's like, really, we're going to add this to the pile? Minari couldn't yeah. be best drama. It's in a foreign language. Yeah, the Golden Globes suck. They don't need to be around anymore. They're so bad. Yeah, what is the point of the Golden Globes? Do so they that, do TV shows and movies? Yes. It's so that 46 old white men can tell you what they liked that year. Yeah. Right. Like, if we have the Oscars and the Emmys, why are we still doing Golden Globes? And the SAG Awards. But the SAG Awards are just... Actually, I don't remember if the SAG Awards are TV or not. I really like the SAG Awards because I think that they're... they're For at least a while back when like I was in college, I haven't paid that much attention to them in the last couple of years. But they were the ones that were actually seeming the most fair... And the most appropriate in a lot of ways. I don't know what they'll be like this year. Who'd have thought a union would have yeah. more fair awards? Yeah, the Golden Globes are trash this year. They were like extraordinarily disgusting. Anyway. This was pixel perfect. This was pixel perfect. <laughs> so yeah. So it, it was really interesting to look at this movie a year later with a different view and having more things to compare it to. But it's it's a little sad that I now come away from this going, meh, this was really not great. And I don't not know why I liked greatest. it when I was a kid. No. Yeah. Which, I, I, to be fair, I have had, you know, two of my very favorite movies be very good with Cadet Kelly and Right on Track. But it does, it, it makes me a little wary for Luck of the Irish. I was but just going to say, hopeful. Luck of the Irish coming up. I'm next hopeful. season, right? I'm, yeah, it's next season. It's got so long because it's from like 2003. So we've got a whole season of movies to get through. <laughs> but I'm 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 hopeful. I know that a lot of people really liked it, so I'm I've got my fingers crossed. But next week is M- Buffalo Dreams. Yes, Buffalo Dreams. We'll finally, finally figure out Fun. what that is. I don't actually remember what's after Buffalo Dreams, so let me look that up quick. I'm going to be really sad if Buffalo Dreams is a terrible movie, and I've been waiting all this time, not knowing anything about it. <laughs> well, ain't that just the way, Sarah? It might be what's going to happen. 
let's see, 2000, so 2005 is Buffalo Dreams. 2006 is, oh, right. 2006 is High School Musical. Oh, boy. I forgot we were watching those this season. This season is the High School Musical year, yeah. So then it's it's, uh, High School Musical 2006, High School Musical 2 2007, because we're skipping uh, Johnny Capahala because that's a sequel sequel to Johnny Tsunami, and so we're not going to do that. It's going to be, it's a bit of a, bit of a wonky season, but it should be fun. Hey, maybe they're going to release a decom this year and we'll have to watch another one. Oh, boy. Because Upside Down Magic was so good. Apparently the zombies movies are good, though, so. I hope it's about teens in quarantine and it's called Quarantines. Quarantines. (laughs) Anyway, decom mission for the week. Do something, fail at it so that you can get better. I did that. There you go. You do that every day. That's your favorite thing to do. Yeah, I made uh, vegan Italian beef, and I don't think I did very well. You did pretty well. It tastes room good. for improvement. Yeah, perfect. No, you're doing well. Um, yeah, I think I I am going to boost Ethan because before Ethan and I started dating, I hated failure. I really didn't like failing. I really didn't like doing things wrong. It was really really hard for me to fail in any way. And I feel like being with you has really helped me feel like failing is good. It's Why just been just... one big mistake with yeah, me. And you learn every failure, day from it. You're the biggest failure of my life. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I I think that you've really shown me that it, it you, you know, failing is a really great way to learn. It might not be the best way for some people, but I think it is it is really important for you to see if you know how to do something wrong, it will definitely help you do something right. It, it just it's just a great way to know know how how other people might fail how other people might do it right it's just a, it's just really good insight in my opinion gotta learn how to fail before you can fail to learn fail yes. forward we were taught that a lot in school yeah i was not that's the christian that's way. why you have ethan yeah all right everybody see you next week for uh rad dad or bad dad Oh, right. And don't forget to go check out Ethan and his friend Wes's podcast. Just about to do that. (laughs) We ain't seen nothing yet. You can find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, What was your what were your movies for the last episode? Uh, The most recent episode we did was also a guest episode for The Terminator. Yeah, with Ethan's uh, best friend Daryl. Um, What's your theme for this month? Coming up, we're doing Bat Month in honor of Zack Snyder's Justice League being <laughs> announced uh, coming out next week. Um, so bad. Uh, the first movie that I'm doing, I'm recording tomorrow, is Batman and Robin, the George Clooney movie. <laughs> nice. I've been listening to it, and I haven't watched any of the movies, or I hadn't seen any of the movies that you guys have talked about, so it's been really interesting. But I, I'm sure there's probably some in there that I have seen. Uh, Some of them are really bad. Well, uh, if you are excited, but Batman movies don't sound interesting to you, I've never seen any Star Wars movie except for the first two. Uh, so once we're finished with Batman, the original two, the original. I was going to say, does yeah. that mean four and five? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after Bat Month, Wes is going to be quizzing me on every single Star Wars movie in chronological order. What are so you doing? from what are you one, doing? two, three. What are you doing opposite that? Um, we're just going to pepper in guest episodes every now and then Okay, that's fine. to break things up. So you're coming back. Oh yeah. What am I going to do? Uh, whatever you want to do. It's Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins or Fern Gully. Has Wes, has Wes seen the Lord of the Rings movies? Lord of the Rings would be impossible to do. He's also seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Ah, darn it. Yeah. It would also just be impossible to do on the podcast. It would take 
so much time. Extended version, four hours each. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have the time for that. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Ethan. Thanks. Thanks, It was fun to be here. I loved this movie. I'm going to (laughs) recommend it to all my friends and it's going to show up on my show. (laughs) Oh my God, no. That'd be so funny. You guys should be like, why are you making me watch this? He he also listens to this show and he's like, there hasn't been a single movie that they've reviewed that I want to watch. (laughs) How far did he get? Um, He's he's had to take a break because quarantine makes it hard to listen to podcasts. So I I I think he hasn't caught up on this season yet. He made it to up, up, and away and said, I'm done. (laughs) There are some that are so good, though. I will die on the Scream Team Hill. (laughs) All right. That's enough for this one, everybody. See See you in the next one. Talk to you in the next one. Yeah. Bye. 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 (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Play us out, Ethan.